listening to Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi. All right, um, Mark, welcome back to the show. Um, Thank you. I have Mark Jones back. Um, I think you're four or five, maybe six episodes back. We're talking about Walking Dead, and uh, we're back in K-Town. So we're going to talk about four episodes from 2015 episodes of Walking Dead. Now, yeah. this is not a serious, you know, we, we just, it's just it's a casual conversation. And believe me, I know you're you read the books. I have not. I'm not an expert, but I'd like yeah. the show... So, uh, for those of you who haven't listened to the episode with Mark, he's, he's a, he you practice as therapist in Colorado. You're in L.A. pursuing writing job and show business, and you're also very important because, uh, among many other reasons, you're Jonathan Branstein and uh, brother-in-law of Jonathan Branstein and uh, Laura Kate. And um, yeah, that's where my fame comes from. Now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, we ended that last podcast. Yeah. Right, and I don't even remember what we talk about. I well, never did. We we did it right before the holidays, and the show was on hiatus. Right, so, so then, uh, you know, I think you even got you sent me a tweet or something. One guy had listened to. It, he goes, "Why aren't you talking about the new shows?" Because the podcast came out like in the in the in between. Oh, was somebody complaining? Well, no, they weren't complaining. They were just like, "You guys should talk about the new, new stuff." Episode. Yeah, because we weren't talking about it, and um, yeah, and, so and, and that's why because we hadn't seen any of it yet. I think I'm releasing this in two Monday, so it'll be a week from tomorrow, and um, we're, we're going to talk about season five, episode nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Right, and and then one is tonight. Tonight that we haven't seen yet. So, so uh, my understanding that they break up. Walking Dead, eight episodes twice in a year. So there's always 16 episodes because um, they need a break. Uh, it's, you know, I'm sure it's really exhausting for them to film those um, episodes. But not only yeah. that, um, by breaking up so in the middle, people. they're able to give you 16 episodes. Most most shows are like 10 to 12. So we are getting a pretty good deal by breaking up in two two parts. And it feels like it's it's confusing to me because it feels like um, like it's more multiple. It's like ten seasons yeah. instead of five, you know, uh, because of that. But man, this season's been so good. It, it's it's pretty crazy. But uh, you had a bone to pick with me about no, not a not, not a bone because because um, I I think the last time we were communicating it was early to mid Sunday afternoon. Or maybe later, or maybe even Monday. I don't. Remember. I, I I didn't have a chance to watch the episode, and you you mentioned something about Tyrese, and I didn't know he was going to be dead. But you didn't say he was dead. <laughs> Spoiler but, alert! But by you, the way, you, you basically <laughs> said like, "Oh my God, I'm so sad for Tyrese. That can't be good," you know. Um, well, yeah, I think we were tweet uh, we were tweeting or whatever, and no, it was in the middle of the show. It was. And, yeah, it was. Uh, so that would have been the first episode when. Uh, you know, right after we had done the last one. Yeah, this is the yeah. first episode, twenty fifteen. Yeah. yeah, episode nine. Yes. And uh, what happened and what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, and so, 
when and I by the way, when I the, tweeted that it was he had he had been wounded yeah by a walker he he was not I mean I guess we're gonna do some spoilers here for people so you know oh by the way if you don't <laughs> yeah. if you're not, if, obviously if you're not if you're not watching Walking Dead none of these things will make be of interest and if you're if you have a show then you're not that big of a fan because you should have seen this episode by now anyway <laughs> exactly you should have found out so about fuck this. off but um but yeah so right before he died i i tweeted that and and then i i thought he was gonna live man so yes because who was maggie's dad um, um the old guy uh um he got bitten and they cut his uh, limb off. Right, right, yeah. And he survived. So Herschel, Herschel, yeah. yeah. And, and I, that, yeah, and that's what they were gonna do here. And also the whole setup, yeah, um, was one of like they had just buried a key main character, Beth. Right. No way that they're gonna kill off, you know, <laughs> off someone else this big. And I, I just was thinking, no, it can't happen. And, 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 you know, you don't know until the very end. Right. So it looks like he gets out of it because they do the amputation. But, man, I, I can I say, like, that was the one death I really had an issue with. I mean, all these shows have been, like, so incredible. I mm -hmm. mean, it's just superior acting and, and writing. So I hate saying anything negative. But just as a fan, I thought – Tyrese needs to go out fighting like in yeah. a big bold way. He doesn't get. I, I don't want him to die because some little kid zombie <laughs> sneaks up on him and bites him. You know, and, just, and, and that kid was uh, uh, Noah's twin brother, right? Yeah. But I was just thinking, I like after all they've done and been through. Oh, and, man. and of course, you're not just saying that because yesterday was the 50th anniversary of uh, Selma in Alabama. <laughs> yeah. The Bloody yeah. Sunday, fifty years. Right, ago. right. Well, that would be I, black on black crime. Actually, this game. This case. <laughs> but I, I was really surprised because I thought he's one of the popular character, and when he got attacked, I thought, oh, in last second, he's not going to get bitten. And then when he got bitten, like, oh wow, you yeah. know, they they just started with a bang. Well, it was also because uh, he'd been, you know, the subtext of it is like he's been processing, like, can he kill? Can he keep doing this? Uh, like, you know, he was really kind of struggling about that whole dynamic of like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, how am I going to keep, am I going to lose my soul, basically, is kind of what the whole struggle seems to be about. And and so in my mind, I'm thinking, no, you, you can't kill him because then that says, you know, he got defeated, you know, basically, but... Uh, Remember, I, th I think it was like maybe last season or maybe season and a half before he was angry because, you know, Carol ended up killing his right, friend. Right. He was very, very angry. And eventually he came out of it. He forgave Carol. Right. And I think right next to Glenn, those two are the most, like the most, I don't want to be corny as a moral fabric of the group, yeah. but they see, he, he, he wasn't at the good place, I thought. Yeah, um, that's what I'm trying to say too. Yeah, that it's like, he was he was representing kind of like let's hold on to our humanity a little bit yeah. here still, you know. And to me, sometimes like if the character gets killed off like that, it's like no, that's wrong. You don't get held on to your humanity, you know. But yeah, um, I I guess Beth get killed in last season's for the last episode, 
and here they are in Richmond, I guess. Noah's place, and Noah find out all his family are dead. I think his his mother was dead on the floor with her head missing or something. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. And his twin brother turned zombie and attack um, uh, Tyrese. But um, yeah, and that was that was that was a really interesting thing that they did. Like after Tyrese got bitten, he was hallucinating all those right. people in his life and. And the uh, governor, yeah. So he had he had like two. There were two sides of it. Like some of the people he had loved were coming back saying, "You can, you know, it's okay. You can make it." You know, yeah. They keep saying it's better now. Yeah, yeah. That? <laughs> Man, that is something. If you start dying, you don't want to see a loved one going. It's okay. Oh, you. It's energy. okay. Yeah. You know, it's over then, right? Um, but. Yeah, the governor was coming back, you know, challenging him and uh, saying, no, you're going to give up. You're too weak. And that maybe that's why I hated it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the governor won in a way because he, he finally did die, you know. But, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm still grieving Tyrese, man. He's a good he was actor, one of too. the popular characters. I liked yeah. him, The Wire and mm-hmm. Walking Dead. He's, he's in two. Great actor. Two seminal TV shows. You yeah, know? that's that's man, that's great for him. Yeah, um, so, yeah, it, too. It, it, it was really really sad. And 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 um, at the last scene, it's basically they're driving the van, and and then they stop middle of the road because um, yeah, he died, and they had to bury him. But um, that was a really weird. Uh, was is that how it ends in the comic book? Um, man, I've forgotten how Tyrese dies in the comic books. Actually, um. But uh, yeah, I I totally forgotten that piece. They they're so they're blurring together for me now. Mm-hmm. And actually, I I'm not where they are now in Alexandria. Um, that's where I'm most murky because I haven't read past uh, a certain amount of uh, issues. Okay, like like uh, I stopped somewhere when they get got to Alexandria. So I'm I'm kind of now at the point of. I'm not going to know anymore about what's happening. Yeah. Except I skipped ahead and read uh, issue 100, which had a certain person die in that, um, which everyone, I think, do you know who died in that comic book? No, I don't, I don't want to know. Okay. Right. I, don't, I yeah. don't know it. I don't want, I don't okay. want to know. Yeah, we won't spoil that one. But, uh, um, but so uh, after that, that was such <laughs> That was such a downer that I, I haven't really picked up the comics since then. I want to catch up though; it's yeah. really good writing. But how many more comics that are available after that? I mean, do you- well, I think they're like issue one twenty or something, or one twenty five. I, I don't know. I don't okay. have to look it up, but you know, maybe oh, we I mean, can. Don't worry. Yeah, huh? but so uh, so that that was episode nine, and episode ten is called Dim, and. I I noticed that um, for various reasons, and we could both remind the listener and us. Um, the way I remember is there's no water, and three people are having just a very difficult time. Maggie, Sasha, and Daryl. Maggie, now you you you, how would you, her her problem was she thought her sister Beth is dead. They find out later on she was alive. 
then she got killed yeah. before she had chance to see her. So God, it's mental torture. That's that's just absolutely yeah. torture because maybe when she thought that she was dead, maybe she got used to the idea, yeah. didn't like it, but she learned to live with it. But that's just horrific to find out that the, your sister yeah. was alive, and you know. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't, I don't know how you will help her as a therapist in situations like that. You know, <laughs> a lot of these characters, man, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but it does make me think about like whenever I've read about torture, that is a, that is actually something people might use as a technique. Yeah, is to is to like you take hope, you give it back, you take it again you get you give it back until you know it just breaks a person you know so this is this is a terrible way to uh refer, refer to another show but that that was the thing that in game of Thrones with uh um oh yeah they cut what's his name's dick off and and uh <laughs> theon, theon, theon great joy and uh Grace, bruce bruce bolton's son um something snow but that guy I mean, who fucking? Sorry, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, but who fucking does that? You know, give him a hope, escaping, and to get him another time. And this is the cruelest thing of all. He sent these two good-looking women naked. They're ready to have sex with him, and he's got complete hard on. Then next thing you know, it they're cutting his dick off. Yeah. Like, geez, you know, it's yeah, well, it's that, very that, sadistic. That's taking it to a whole nother level. Yeah, but, yeah, beyond mental to just physical. So that's but yeah, in in Homeland, they kind of hint at that same kind of torture too, with, with what Brody supposedly went through when he was captured and things like that. For you those know? of you who don't know, Homeland is a show on a Showtime, and the main yeah. character was kidnapped by, um, I guess, ter- Taliban, uh, yeah. an American version. It's based right. on the Israeli version, but yeah, it's. I mean, I, that actually kind of happened yeah. with that guy, um, Bergel, or what, what's his name? He left his post five years ago, American soldier, and he's been captured by Taliban. And finally, six months ago, we traded five prisoners from Guantanamo Bay for him. And they said that in that five-year period, he just learned to speak Dari or Pashtun and forgot to speak English a little bit. But right. yeah, I can't even imagine the, 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 the torture and right. deprivation, not to mention Health-wise, I mean, I guess they had to make a deal because they thought he's going to he's going to die. But um, yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of torture shit in all three of these popular shows, and it's it's uh, you know I always well I I'll just tell you that like I think it was just a week ago I was um, flipping through old email and I, I still get some of this stuff from these psychology you know sites or whatever yeah. and uh, um, the uh, American Psychiatric Association just released like the updated version of PTSD because they're about to print the new diagnostic statistical manual. Yeah. Everybody, kind of the Bible of psychiatry. And uh, I was reading through that and I was like, this is every, every character in this show and in a lot of the shows we're watching yeah. have, have these kind of symptoms, you know. It's, it's very interesting and I think... It's just in our social consciousness right now because we think about the soldiers and yeah. they're not getting help and there's a new story about people suffering PTSD all the time now. And I, I don't know. I guess, you know, the, it's just in the 
writers are thinking about those kind of things and and what does it really mean to suffer through that kind of stuff so. yeah i mean uh, um so maggie you know we just talk about then then of course sasha's going tough time because her brother got killed in previous episode which right. is right and uh remember there's a scene when they're by the bridge and everybody was supposed to push all the walkers down the yeah uh, yeah ravine. she was so angry she just ran up and started stabbing the walkers in the head and well, the plan changed and everybody started doing that too. But she was reckless and uh, I don't know, maybe she was looking for death, uh, death wish or something, you know? Well, that, that, that's actually... Up, she ended up dragging everybody with her too, so... I think that's what made me think of that like update email I got because one of the, the symptoms they were highlighting mm -hmm. is like people who are traumatized will act out recklessly as one of the main symptoms, you know? And, and that was Sasha for sure. She was yeah. just... You know, she was just like on a mission to kill everything she could, um, including the dogs, you know, that showed up. You remember that? The, yeah, yeah. Uh, Everyone was exhausted. There's no water. They're hungry. All of a sudden, these wild dogs showed up and they're ready to get fired. Next thing you know, Sasha shot all five of them. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to a yeah. uh, dog on a spit roasting over the fire. I'm just glad they didn't show Glenn eating a dog. I didn't, last thing I need is an Asian guy <laughs> eating a dog. You know, that's like, please don't do that. But Oh, well, let's, let's do talk about the, the uh, Korean uh, driving, though. That Glenn did. <laughs> what did he do? You, you don't remember the episode? He's he get he gets maybe that was the next episode where they he uh, basically has road rage on a big mass of zombies. You don't remember? Oh, he plows oh, yeah. through like about a hundred zombies. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was thinking that is a little bit like K Town drivers over there. <laughs> I know. It's pretty bad. <laughs> so, so, so Sasha went through that, and, and w w it was interesting. Daryl is obviously going through something, and I just kind of infer thinking about the whole thing. Do you think? Do you think he was just in love with Beth? And he oh, was Daryl. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think there's something there. They were connected. I. It almost he, seemed like a brother sister thing going on there a little bit. Because he uh, remember that maybe last year where they were just together and they were going to house to house, and I don't remember why they were only those two traveling. right they got cut off from everybody that's when everybody was kind of cut off from each other yeah yeah and and, and i think he got close to her but um remember he said daryl said i'm gonna go look for water and he just went to some farm place and started smoking cigarettes yeah and then he started self-harming yeah he just started uh, stopped smoking cigarette but just you know finish it off in his hand and right. he started breaking down and i think the whole Beth thing's probably affected them too, you know. Yeah. Um, so those are, those are the three people seem like they need the most help in this episode. Well, yeah, he's like, you know, people do that in real life when they feel emotionally numb, and it's like a way to feel like it's kind of like, am I still alive? I'm going to check. I'm going to, you know, do some self harm. I'm going to cut on myself or something. So he, yeah. And it's also kind of like a hint at his past too, like he's been abused. We talked about that before and stuff. I think it's like, you know, it got... Because he was angry with his brother for leaving because he stayed home and there was abuse. It doesn't... I yeah. think it's a lot of psychological and verbal and physical abuse. But do you think he was sexually abused? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, um, he definitely fits that kind of profile of someone that, you know, that's the kind of guy that he would never tell you that. But... Yeah. Um, you could uh, you could infer it maybe somewhat by 
and that may actually explain how I feel about him and, and Beth is like it didn't seem like a real sexual relationship. It seemed more like brother but do you think, sister. Do you think maybe he was developing the feeling, but maybe hard to do that? Um, yeah. It's. I, I, re- I, re- I really like him. He has changed quite a bit. You know, you, yeah. you thought he's like stereotypical redneck, but he's very thoughtful, you know. And, uh, that was a cool scene. I mean, you never see a hero in shows or movies like kind of break. Well, maybe you do sometimes, but yeah. I mean, that's a pretty uh, vulnerable moment to be burning yourself with a cigarette, you know, because you're so. Is that something similar to when when young girls cut themselves? Is yeah, that the same it's the exact same thing. What, what, yeah. what, is it, what is the logic behind it? Just make sure they could feel something? Yeah, well, that, well yeah, that's what I was saying. It's just... Um, oh, you in control of something? Or? I mean, I don't want to put it in cliche terms because I think there's a lot of variables of why people do that. But um, but it it is basically the idea... That, I mean, what people express about yeah. it is like they've gotten into that habit as a way to um, just check to make sure they're still um, emotional beings. You know, they still have feelings because they feel so numb or maybe they're so depressed or so. Is that a coping mechanism? Is that what it is? Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, faulty coping mechanism, basically. Because I've seen this, uh, this probably have nothing to do with, but I've seen every once in a some people have a rubber band in their wrist and then every once in a while they'll pull it really hard and kind of, you know, like right, snap it themselves. Yeah, yeah. And like I, I didn't know what the hell was that about, but I've, I've seen people do that before. Well, that's people are most of the time people doing that are trying to stop some kind of behavior. Oh, so that's kind of like a remind like, them not to do it, right? Ah, negative reinforcement too. Yeah, they even have. I saw there. There's a new bracelet out. You can hook up to your iPhone, I think, and it'll shock you. It will? Yeah, yeah, it'll give you a little shock, and it does the same thing. And, and there's a couple more things about this episode that's interesting. It's yeah. the first time I think Rick was talking to Glenn, and he, he said something about, we are the walking dead. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, shocked me. Like, Yeah. Because I don't remember, talked I never, about that in the last podcast. Yeah, you're the one who told me, like, I thought walking dead was the zombies. I didn't realize it was the people, but... This is the first time, I don't know, maybe this is the people, but this is the first time I ever remember any character saying they're the walking dead. Yeah, that's actually, back to the comic books, that's one of my favorite scenes in the comic books. He gives a speech kind of like that. Oh, so in the book they do say that. Yeah, in the book, well, I, I cannot, I'm not sure they says it exactly word for word, but I remember that speech in the comic books and being impressed by it. And then this, you know, here he is. He's doing it now because they were like at their lowest point. You yeah, know? he's he's kind. It's kind of like a little bit. I guess as much of a, as Rick is a motivational speaker. I mean, you know, it's not Anthony Robbins, but he's no. definitely trying to get them to say we got to keep going. You know. So, but yeah, he finally said it. He said, "We're the Walking Dead." So it shocked me because I was just like, "Oh my God!" Mark just told me this recently. <laughs> like I didn't think they were going to say it. You know. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting. Um, they were excited about the water. They find it, They ate. They have water. Then obviously they saw the storm. They realized they're in big shit. I don't know. It looked like typhoon or something. Yeah. And then Daryl told everyone, well, we could go to this place, uh, the farm. We, we'll be safe. And so they went over there. And 
they're all exhausted and everything. Then later on, when Daryl looked through the back doors, he saw there was not an army, but there's shitload of walk, walkers yeah. walking that way, like a herd. Herd. Yeah. And he and this was interesting because he ran up, Sasha ran up, and Maggie. The three people who had the most problem that episode were the first one to go there. Wow, uh, that, that's cool. I, I did not see that. I had to yeah. watch it. I mean, I watched it a yeah. couple of times. Like, trying to remember, oh, yeah, those are the people with the problems. And eventually everybody helped. And like it was weird. Like, there's Walking Dead group, the real zombies, and there's Walking Dead, the people. Yeah. They were just kind of trying to push each other. And then I guess... On the opposite sides of the wall. Yeah. yeah. Like, I guess ultimately they don't have a luxury of getting therapy. So even if you, even if you don't have, if you don't like it, you just got to get up and fight for your life. You know, they, right. they, they do it. And, 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 and you remember the next day, um, they survive and all the zombies are killed by storm, I guess. Or well, not killed, but you know, they incapacitated. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was pretty harrowing. Like you, I, you're going, damn, this, these guys are going to break through that, that door. And then it just cuts yeah. to the next day. And uh, it almost looked uh, like, you know, offensive, defensive line football. They're just right. Exactly. Yes. Like, <laughs> right. Right. And uh, no yardage on this play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so, but, uh, but then, yeah, it cuts to the next day. And the storm basically wiped out the the zombies for them. Yeah. yeah so, so you know, there's trees everywhere, and all the zombies got, you know, um, stuck with branches and heads blown off and stuff. Thank God. And you know how this episode ended in a very weird way. Yeah. Well, with uh, the guy showing up. Yes. <laughs> I mean, how would you? Feel? I mean, he was kind of like to me. I was like. After all they've been through, and then a guy that looks like John Denver comes up yeah. offering you water. I mean, that it's so I mean, disconcerting. Like, where, where are you? Where have you been, man? We just had this huge storm, and you know, you look like you just got, um, you know, out of the salon. Your your hair looks great, and everything. The clothes he looks like um, one of those outdoors clothing. Catalog, you know, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, like Lands you know, End, yeah, and <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like a John Denver with his guitar coming to sing a song for him, and it kind of startled me because did you watch Lost? Yeah, well, no, I can't say I'm an expert on Lost. Well, every time they bring like a interesting, mysterious character, it's almost like it's nerve wracking because oh my god, is this going to be another right? crazy person causing problems you know but he just appeared it's so mysterious you know and, yeah and i i, think, I guess i like i was thinking if anyone is going to come through the woods it should be a guy covered in mud yes wet bloody you know barely surviving or whatever this guy comes in, in perfect it, hair but yeah you're, he's like he's all okay he's got water for you he's got some granola bars you know and you're going no and, way and i trust this them, guy he said something to them first you know what I mean? Like he didn't surprise yeah. them, and right. um, it, it was a really cool shot. Well, I, I forgot what's Rick Rick's son's name. Carl. Carl. Remember Carl gave one of the girl a musical box, right? And they uh, and it looks like um, um, Daryl supposedly fixed it, or Glenn, one of those guys fixed it, and it's not working. And Mackie kind of smiled because it wasn't working. Yeah. And as soon as Aaron, the stranger, showed up and said hello, that show ends with 
the musical box start working. Remember <laughs> right. that little yeah, girl yeah, in the yeah. middle of it's kind of twirl and like right. and that's how it ends. And I, I, I thought I thought was that was interesting. And so that was the second episode. And <laughs> so, but he's does he say anything then about where he's from? No, no. He just said I, like he just kind of shows up, right? He just showed up and remember. say, you know, hey uh, guys, hey guys, <laughs> I would like to meet Rick, which surprise yeah girls that you out yeah and because um, why does he know them he should know them they don't know him so that was episode 10 and episode 11 which is called the distance but before we continue um we're gonna find out later on aaron is gay right yeah we, we find out he's gay yeah did you hear some of the reaction of the fans after the episode? No, oh, there, no. there was some homophobic shit. Oh, really? Yeah, there was <laughs> because they, you know, there's two. Well, he's like a mainstay in the comics, so he's. Oh, like, he if is. They, if they've been reading that; they would have known that. But, but uh, I, I guess the people who watch uh, watch the show and not the comic book probably didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. Well, there, I think there's more TV fans. So. Yeah, yeah. So they were saying some homophobic things, like, "Ugh, I can't believe two men kiss," but like. I mean, it, it's a world full of zombies. I think homosexuality should be the last thing that you should be concerned about. <laughs> exactly. But I couldn't believe the reaction. Like, I mean, they seem like decent guys. They're in love. They're not a creeps, you know. But yeah. I thought that out of all the things that happened this episode we're going to talk about now, that was the biggest reaction. <laughs> because the tweet thing, I was like, wow, why, why are they complaining about them being... I mean... Oh, that's interesting. I, did, I didn't even notice that or hear, hear because that. Because you're not yeah. a bigot. You know what yeah. I mean? And um, <laughs> But I, th- I thought it was so strange. Like, that's well, what bothered uh, Did them. they kiss? I don't remember them kissing. They hugged, but, yeah. they, but, they, were but so, they were so gentle. Like, you could tell, like, oh, they're a couple. How could well, you yeah, know? and I think he, ma- he makes it clear that yeah. he is. Like, oh, because Rick says you can't go in there, remember? Like, yeah. he, they've got his, the but you know, they think it's just his buddy, his, you know, his partner in crime, maybe, because yeah. they're suspicious. And he says something like, you're not going to keep away from my, you know. Right, yeah, whatever, yeah, right? yeah. Um, we've been through too much, and he express yeah. He backs Rick down, basically. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, when the way this episode, season five, episode 11, uh, the distance starts, Maggie and Sasha take Aaron to the group. Everybody's uh, startled. They get their weapons out. Yeah. And they're concerned. Obviously, they should because yeah. all the things they have gone through. Um, but but I, I thought he makes compelling argument like if he wanted to kill them from distance he would have shot those two women by now yeah and um but of course that's what all villains say they say shit like that like (laughs) to psych you out (laughs) you know i mean you think about it every place they've gone except herschel's farm where there's been other people it's been a total disaster for sure i mean you know am i right well maybe the prison for a while was good but even there, there were they had to deal with inmates. Some of them right, were problems, right? Um, so and later one governor, and then problems showed up. Um, it is the case. It's almost like you know, um, and I think Aaron even makes that comment about it. Like he he said, "I watched you guys walking down that road with nothing, no water. You're all totally exhausted. No food. No food. And you've got a string, a, a herd of zombies behind you that." you know, we'll eventually catch up and you don't even care. Yeah. Right. And, um, and, uh, 
I forgot the point I was making with that, except that. But they, know, they, <laughs> but but instead of going to the route of uh, what Thomas Hobbes, you know, everyone against everyone. I can't, I don't know exactly the quote, but he said when shit goes into toilet, everybody start acting like animals, and they're able to behave in a civilized way, yeah, and, and still stick together. Because Aaron even said. He was there as uh, emissary and as a recruiter almost for that Alexandria. Yeah, yeah. So he saw enough of their behavior, how they take care of themselves. And I think Rick said something about, yeah, but who, who would just, you know, join or recruit people? And then Michonne basically said, like, you mean all these other people that you didn't know later on, you learned to trust them and became part of the group. And it's tr- she's, she's, she's right, right because there was a point. She's, remember she says, like, oh, yeah, you... you um, you let a crazy woman with a sword as as part of your group, right? Right. And Tyrese and Sasha and all the other people, you know, and a crazy woman with a sword who yeah. was also dragging two zombies by chains. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and yeah, I know she she um she's interesting. Cause I I sometimes think she's the real leader of the group in some ways, you know, because she it's like Rick will always back down to her, you know, whatever she says, but. uh but yeah, she's ready to give. I think that's like showing some progress with her because she, she really hasn't been very trustworthy of anyone either, you know. But it's like she's so exhausted from surviving, having to survive out there so long. She's ready to give it a chance. But yeah, I mean, sometimes they've trusted people, sometimes they haven't. But you know, I was kind of on Rick's side. It's like, ooh, I don't know about going to another place, you know. Because was it Rick or somebody said like trust is such a rare commodity in that world, right? But how are you gonna live without? Um, I mean, how do how do we live? I mean, I'm assuming when I go to a restaurant, I'm I'm hoping they're not spitting to my food, or, <laughs> right. or when you drop in your youngest son to be a daycare, there's gotta yes. be a certain amount of trust that we have to have to survive in this world, you know. Right. But Rick, understandably, punched Aaron in the face because he, I, I understand where <laughs> he's coming from. Yeah. But if you're too cynical and not trustworthy, you're Given this opportunity of actually going to a place that could be a safe place, right. and I think that's where Michonne kind of go got in. And I think Glenn is always looking for a better life for everyone, not not to be too, uh, don't be too down on the people, you know. Yeah, he, I think it's Glenn, hard to live without. Glenn a home. is still thinking, I can have a family. I can have, you know. Yeah. I think he's looking. It's like he's looking for a place that they can have a, a life as a as a couple yeah. you know kind of uh, in the traditional sense but um but man yeah i mean I, it would be hard for me to walk through those gates you know after all they've been through but True. they finally do and um i can't tell you real quick one thing i i you know i misremembered some of the uh uh, one major character's death, um, how he died, and uh, which character it, was that? Well, I'm not going to tell you because I don't. Oh, it hasn't that happened yet. Yeah, it hasn't happened. Okay, okay, okay. So, so, uh, and it may not. You know, they do different things. So, so, uh, but that episode where uh, they're in the woods, you know, after it's rainy, yeah, after Glenn had done his road rage through the zombies and yeah. everything. And uh, in the, I I thought that Aaron, the gay, the new gay character, had um, was had killed one of the 
our our survivors in the comic books in my mind i had thought that so oh. I, I was like on the edge of my seat the whole episode thinking oh my god someone else is gonna die here you know and i was still thinking that even in, when they got into alexandria and then you when they get in there um i don't know if you want to explain this but you know they go out on a run they finally uh they they finally settle in to alexandria and, and there's a character in the next episode a uh, former uh, congresswoman her son took a couple of them to like a run yeah that's yeah. what i was getting at. Yeah, yeah. yeah like he he they want to go i don't even know do you remember why they're going out what they're trying to get or I thought they were going to scouting for food or something, but yeah. what what freaked me out, what freaked uh, Glenn in that next episode is they want to torture one of the walkers right. because they're mad because one of them killed uh, their friend or something. But that kind of recklessness, and, and, and Glenn's not going to tolerate it because he's gone through that. Like, yeah. he he's Glenn is a conservative in a sense that why put yourself in a danger unless... It, there's a reason you know yeah and a that pragmatist was, was yeah yeah so that that whole thing of like glenn getting in a fight yeah that was freaking me out too i was going oh man some some bad's about to go down here and, and but that was some good scene time for glenn though yes yeah he, uh, yeah he's a great actor and he he uh he needs more scenes like that um yeah so i guess that particular episode they're just basically traveling i think um oh what's that red, red red-headed guy's name abraham he and his girlfriend they start talking again because that's I think, true I, yeah i think she she was upset the way he behaved granted eugene was that was a pretty <laughs> shitty well in a survival logic i could understand why he did it but it was a pretty shitty thing to do oh yeah and that actor uh, mcdermott um, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and I didn't know. He's, oh, really? he's from Phoenix. He started as a stand-up comic. I didn't. I didn't oh, really? I had no idea. Wow. But he said he's been so busy doing um, um, Walking Dead. He hasn't done stand-up in a long time, and that's not his hair either. Obviously. Oh yeah. <laughs> he said yeah. when he when he changes hair normally, they don't recognize him. He said. Oh really? Yeah. What's he, what's he normally look like? He's like shaved head or something? I haven't. I, I should have checked, but but not a, a mullet or whatever. No, no, no. That, um, but yeah, it, it, it was. It's, it's a wonderful episode where they finally decide to go. Michonne was all for it, and I was a little worried because the way that episode ends, you know, the light is kind of fading. The gate opens, and they're just walking in, and that right. was the end of it. And of course, episode twelve, the one, the last episode that we're going to be talking about today, it's called "Remember," and um, yeah, it was it, it was really this is what? this is this was an interesting episode where so they they didn't know how to deal with normalcy back. One cool thing they did, um, they did a gender switch on the leader. So in the comic books, it's a man, it's a congressman that's. Leading. oh really yeah and so in this they made it a woman i thought that was cool um so anyway she's this place apparently was like it was built i've forgotten what her explanation of why it was safe but somehow there was no it was they found it and it was all okay and uh it, 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 it was safe because when the whole crazy stuff started happening they evacuated everybody out of there so when they evacuate everyone, nobody died in the area. So I think the theory is 
there's no walkers walking in that area. Ah, uh, okay, and it was okay. also a complex where I guess one of those places where um, this development make big fancy homes. Yeah, and this senator, I think her name is Dina Monroe. Yeah. Her husband's an architect or something. So right after all these horrible things happened, he designed a wall really thick. So it's it's uh, they create a pretty solid barrier okay. for that place. Okay. And um, so it's like it was designed because it was a high end neighborhood. It was done. It was kind of self sustaining. I think so. Uh, yeah. And then also, he, and the he army evacuated it. everybody. So even right. people who okay. died didn't turn walker. At least that that was my understanding but it and then the wall is a big deal yes that they have that kind of wall yeah but it made me laugh because on the first night everyone stayed in the one house because they didn't trust anyone right they <laughs> have to hand in all the weapon and daryl is still catching possum and cutting yeah, cutting, cutting the possum on the on the post of the place right and these are like high-end homes you know and right i never thought it's like was, someone skinning a possum in beverly hills yeah, yeah, yeah. and Daryl still refused to take a shower, and it was amazing to. I, I never thought that I would see a scene where this high-end, expensive shower thing, where Rick is taking shower, getting yeah. shaved, yeah. getting a haircut from a neighbor's right. lady, and they love those scenes. There's always like Rick or like Shane staring in the mirror, yeah. you know, and and um, yeah, but. I thought that was well done, though, because that's really realistic. And you think about they've been out. They're not just going to come in and just start, you know, using a microwave and start yeah. thinking thinking like they, they've kind of lost that old way of living. And also, I think it's interesting that now that they're in this town, the first thing they notice is, like, they're stronger than most of the people in there. And, in fact... The leader, the woman, says that, and um, even Carl told Dad that like they're weak. Yeah, and we don't want that to happen to us. Yeah, and they don't want to be weak. Yeah, either. So they're not letting their guard down yet. You know, so and, still eat some possum. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I guess you know, Aaron introduced the group to Miss Representative Monroe. She's the politician. Yeah. She even said during the interview, like. If the, this politics stuff doesn't work, I was thinking of being a poker player. Oh, really? And she said that. Yeah, she, that's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm good at reading people, and she seemed um, nice enough. But what did you think of the them interview, uh, the videotaping? That was a, that, that was weird. Like, yeah, um, yeah, they're recording the interview with everyone, and she had the hardest time reading Daryl. What? Why? I mean, why do you think it was weird? that they were doing that because i thought it was, it was it seemed out of place to me too i mean uh, they were they were recording for for some historical reason or some yeah it's right. like why are you doing that or something are you going to go back in another room and review it or you know it I, was I, like, I, I guess it's it's good in one sense keeping record of stuff so you could pass it on to your descendant is sign of civilization so yeah. I, I could appreciate that but I never thought in that world where they don't even have luxury in taking a shower to have an office with books, comic book, and, you know. Um, and the video camera. Yeah. yeah. And they're playing video games and stuff like that. I, I just, yeah, that, that, that's great, but it seems so strange considering what we saw last three, four, five years of Walking Dead. Right, right. And, and, and even that word that she uses, um, Asking Rick and Michonne to be constable, 
Yeah. What is that? Is that a cop? That, is that what? Yeah. I, well, like I've never heard that word before. Oh, really? No. Yeah. That's like in small towns. That's a term that maybe like instead of a sheriff, you have a constable, which is like just another term for a, you know, law enforcement. Do I don't, they use that, that word? There's, in the there's different. Yeah. Yeah. It. I'm sure we could look it up or something, but there's like different levels of yeah. of law enforcement and, and like it could be for a county or a township or I a, see. yeah city level that kind of stuff so i i don't know where constable fits in but uh you know basically they're asking him to be a cop again or a sheriff is what he was so because when he's shaved like oh my god i forgot what he looks like yeah you know and it was shocking to everyone i mean last two and a half three years he looks like one of the civil war Enactment guys, <laughs> yeah. you know, Stonewall Jackson, and whatnot, and yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, and and everyone have a uh, jobs to do, and what do you think about the? Uh, do you think there's going to be some romance with uh, the neighbor's wife? Oh yeah, she's married, isn't she? I, that, I didn't even think about that, but uh, it was creepy because oh, her husband God. was because Rick decided to take a walk middle of the night, and you you could barely see the husband because he's in a dark poach porch that's right smoking cigarette you could kind of see and he said something about oh yeah you made my wife or something it was very chilling. about that yeah it was yeah. very chilling it was uncomfortable and i actually do remember that from the story now that the, those characters are in the story but, but when you said romance who you who were you talking about yeah yeah that's who i was talking about but i i um i was spacing just now that the fact that yeah she was married so she's that character um, because uh, that that's in the comic books as well, but uh, and remember yeah. Carl followed one of the girl. Her name is Enid E N I D. Remember she climbed over the fence and he followed her. Yeah, what I, I, I didn't get that. I've got to watch that episode again. I mean, one one other things I was shocked from the 2014 episodes in 2015. Jesus, Carl got big. I mean, he looks taller. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He looks started looking like a more mannish. Yeah, and you know, and we were also we were talking about him uh, being so tough and uh, you know, kind of unfeeling and and everything and and well, if, this you have to, if you have to carve your mother to yeah. get your, but bro- in the last couple of episodes, he seemed kind of more like less crazy. Back to normal? Yeah, I mean, like, he's not as as crazy as maybe I was thinking he'd become, but... Because uh, last season, she, he almost got raped. Oh, did he get raped? No, I, I, I don't think he did. But it was but, pretty yeah. close, and that got to yeah, be traumatic. Yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, everyone was... I think Carl was getting, getting uh, concerned about getting weak, but one of the last things Rick said to everyone is, if they can't make it, talking about the uh, rest of the people in Alexandria, then we'll just take this place. And yeah. It's interesting. That was a good Rick note to like leave the, on. Rick seems like the bad guy. I mean, I didn't like that represented his son. He was a jerk. You know, the one who swung at uh, Glenn. Right. But who knows? Maybe one of those things that flip things over. Maybe Rick is the problem for that facility. Yeah, I mean, it does seem like that. I mean, like... Um, you know, is he is he the problem? Like, could they all get along better if if uh, 
you know, but is that those are all questions I wonder about and why I love the show is like I just wonder okay, where is this going? You know, how are they going to handle this version of the story because can Rick even be in a group like that and not be the leader? You know, can he let that woman lead? I I just don't see that happening for very long and that's kind of what he was alluding to is like he yeah, he, he was have, like I I got, I got my eye on the you know the the congresswoman's position you know because we have four more episodes yeah. starting tonight so I I I really am curious um, right I I know those guys going to throw something at us that I was yeah. well, at least I don't know what's going to happen because I haven't read the books you know uh, well so if I if I've got it right that is it's Aiden the guy that Glenn got into it with yeah. right okay so he's, he's the but, son of a representative yeah, yeah okay so that that's setting up something right there right you know you know something is going to happen there so like um cuz that that guy didn't shape up after that fight he was even more pissed and what did he what does he like to do he likes to torture people who or torture i mean he'll go torture a zombie because they hurt one of his friends so what, yeah. will, what will he do to other people you know and his mom said thanks to glenn for punching her son you know because um, yeah. he's misbehaving so he's been a problem maybe in that community so i guess when you're a young guy you don't make better decisions than to say somebody as experienced as rick i guess but um you know, no. he, he reminds me a little bit of like Joffrey, like from uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know, because he's like he he when he was out there, he was like pretending he had the strength or the the know how of the all the survivors. Yeah, but he's just playing at it. Like he he didn't really know what the hell he was doing. He almost got everybody killed. And and he said like when we were when you were out together, I'm making that decision, right? Yeah, and. Just like Joffrey going, I'm the king, you yeah. blah blah blah. But it's one of those things like you don't you don't tell people like most people could figure out who who's probably is qualified to make a better right. decision for group, you know. And right. I don't know. I I, I don't even, I mean I just saw it last week. I don't I don't remember why they left this, uh the area now that you ask me. I don't I, I don't Yeah, remember. that was confu I mean, I didn't get what the mission was other than maybe they were still clearing out the surrounding area i think yeah. they mentioned something like that like that uh you know they've been slowly like going like uh, circling the area they're in trying to clear everything out or, or sure. search everything a wider wider radius or whatever so but uh so so far you know we just covered the four episodes from this year how do you like it so far you know oh, i think it's amazing it's one of my favorite shows for sure it is yeah. good right yeah yeah it's it's different because it's the one show like I feel like I'm always on the edge the whole time. Like my heart rate is up. Yeah, I'm. You never know what's going to happen. Because um, it's one of the first shows I think Game of Thrones was like this, and then Walking Dead is like this, where it breaks from the traditional mold of TV where the heroes always win. Yeah, they always survive, and. Uh, and it's really, you know, shown how like you can really have a great show even when you kill off main some of the main characters, you know. Um, well, obviously, the number one guy that they can't get rid of is Rick. Yeah, Daryl is probably two. Yeah, I, 
Yeah. Then uh, I mean, I think three. I think three. they would have a serious fan problem if they <laughs> if they killed Daryl. <laughs> you know, seriously. I think Michonne's probably in like top four. You know, right after Glenn, probably. I don't know. I, I, I don't, Michonne, Rick, um, Daryl, Glenn, and Glenn. Um, all of those guys. I mean, even Maggie. I I, I think it'd be tough to take any of their deaths, but you know. Something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. We know it's gonna happen. Um, but oh. yeah, I just think it's a, it's a great show, and I, I I I'm always. It's one of those shows you just put yourself in their shoes and just continually thinking like, could you persevere in yeah. these kind of circumstances? You know. God damn it! I just remember last season, one of my idiot friend tweeted like, "Oh my god, I can't believe uh, Daryl got killed!" Like before that, <laughs> like because I haven't had a chance to look at it, and the whole time I was mad, like I can't believe. And then I watched, and this asshole lied about it. You know? Yeah. Did he have like a million retweets or something? <laughs> <laughs> just me a jerk. Trying to get more Twitter followers. But I, I just read, and like I don't know if it's Hollywood Reporter, but it sounded like they're going to do another six to seven more years with these guys you know and oh really they, oh, they yeah. got it oh, oh wow okay well i know they're I doing would, a new would, show you know they have a spinoff they're developing they're filming in la right now yeah yeah but they're saying that the, it's the story takes a little before the actual zombie running around and okay uh, uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious but this could be like csi like you could have like why can't you have one in chicago too you know <laughs> yeah I don't know, man. I I'm I'm not really for or pro franchising it out that much. I mean, but maybe they can make it work, you know. But uh, here's the thing: even if it's bad, I can't I can't help it. I will still watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, right. I I don't know what it is about zombie and living in that situation. I don't know. Maybe I'm just wishful thinking. Like, fuck, how would I do it? You know, I already know I'll probably get killed right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <know>? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it it is like um, it's about can you make it through the tough times and keep going? And yeah. You know what life hits at you, and it's relentlessly being hit. I mean, that's what they're just relentlessly getting uh, hurt. You know, one thing after the other, and they keep going. And so, I think that's what's compelling about it. Do you? Do you know, do they ever go back to that hospital in Atlanta? Remember, those people are still living there. I was, I was kind of curious. Oh, yeah. I don't No, I don't I don't know that that's in the, even in the what was, original story. What stories. was the deal with that female cop? She got killed by Beth. That was or, a, or, 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 or she killed Beth and they ended up killing her. No, they didn't kill her. Did oh, they? Beth's and No, the, no, they did kill her, didn't they? Oh, yeah. That's right. So, uh, but it was like, oh, it's over. They had a stalemate there after she got killed, right? They didn't know. shoot anybody else. I I know that Beth Ganger, so she tried to stab her, and I don't know. It was like a really terrible ending. Uh, Beth died, and the cop died. And yeah, yeah. Well, that was kind of like payback, it seemed like. It's like someone had to die if you're going to kill Beth. But Can you uh, imagine somebody's listening to this episode right now, and they haven't seen the shows anyway? <laughs> It's just it's the it's the worst because we're throwing all these names. Not only we're we talking one, names from one show, but three other shows. You know, Homeland, and the comic book you know, Lost and yeah. No, no I, you I, definitely I, have to be a fan to listen to what we're talking about. 
at the moment. But uh, yeah, I, I wonder what's going to happen tonight. I'm interested. I can't I, wait to I, see I, what's I can't next. wait to see it. Um, so I, I guess I'll be gone for a while. I'll, uh, I'll be back. I'll probably see you hopefully in a month after I get out of the medical lab. By then, the show will be over. <laughs> if you survive. <laughs> but I, I do definitely want to um, um, definitely uh, want to do one where we'll talk about the last four episodes and see what happened. I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so hopefully we have a chance to do that. Then by the time I see you next time, the Game of Thrones on, on uh, back on the Oh, man. Yeah. And goddamn, they're... they're um, I've seen, I've read a little bit about it. It looks, it looks great, and I'm already listening. Have you seen any of it? Like, because um, didn't they have um, the first episode at the theaters or something, or not, or is that not happened yet? It was IMAX, but I think they were showing like the trailer for the season. Oh, it was just a trailer. Yeah, okay. but I think I think they're going to do it again next month, either in LA or New York. Because last year uh, at um, Barclay Center in Brooklyn. Yeah, people pay like twenty bucks to see the first episode of this thing, and they they sold a lot of tickets in there. You know, wow, that's kind of cool. I think because you know we all are watching these shows on different times now, so to go and watch it with a group of people, I mean, it makes sense. And I I wonder if that's going to start happening more and more. If like you know uh, more TV shows are going to be shown at the theater yeah you know because some of the movies are not doing so well and all that and you've got this huge fan base for these shows you know so i remember as a kid and i think you could probably relate like i I went to see the first night of return of jedi i want to make sure i saw it because i didn't want to come back to school monday and like everybody talking about it (laughs) i didn't want that and because we have so much entertainment tv internet music whatnot itunes it's very rare when we have these things where, you know, obviously next day after Super Bowl, everybody talk about it. Right. But Game of Thrones is definitely one of those shows like people talk about it on Mondays, you know. Right, it's, right. It's that big of a show. And for me, um, like we were, you, were, you were talking to me before the show, like how much you like Fargo. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. It surprised the shit out of me because it was so much better than I thought it was going to be. I thought that was a dumb idea, you know, when I heard about it. I got to confess, I thought the same thing. I I, I was like, why? Because I'm thinking, like, that was a great movie. Why fuck it up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which now I just, I, I, man, he shut me up, the guy that wrote that. I mean, that was incredible. I, I mean, honestly, that, that ranks way up here for me. Fargo, Walking Dead, um, True Detective, Game of Thrones. Those are just some of my favorites. True but. Detective was fantastic. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot, and I can't wait till season two. Yeah. And I heard that, um, once again, sorry if you haven't seen any of the show, but um, um, it's about transportation. So these cops are supposed to like, have something to do with the transportation issue. and, and uh, Right. It looks great. You know, my, my favorite shows right now is, I, I I have number one. Spot, I'm, I'm cheating. Number one, yeah. spot, I have two movies on the same level for me. Yeah, Game of Thrones and The Americans. I love that show. Okay, see, I'm I I haven't. I watched a few episodes of The Americans, and I keep putting it off because I'm not caught up. You know, so I want to go back through and watch it. But I I love the first few that I saw. It, it, it's great, and you know, just like Sopranos, it's really not about mob. Yeah, you know. Um, 
what the America is great because is it more about marriage or what would you say it's about? It's big time about marriage and uh, being a parent, and it's it's especially in season two. Yeah. Oh, I I, I can't wait till you watch that season yeah. two because I I'm, I'm curious. You have a daughter too, so yeah. not getting too much in detail, but it's but they have a daughter and a they son. have a daughter and son, and son is not he's too young to have a major problem, but. But the daughters, that the, the relationship between the daughter and mom in Americans, it's fan, it's it's great. I mean, I don't have a kids, and I thought, wow, this is a very compelling, well written show. Yeah, well, a, a, amazing acting and a well run show, and you give yourself a chance. I I, I know it's it's amazing because yeah, I just need to take the time to do it. Yeah, for those of you who haven't watched the show, it's basically the Americans are these two Soviet spies living in DC in the early eighties, and. I love this country, you know. I, I'm all about America, but it's amazing. It makes me sympathetic to people who hate this country, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's such an amazing show. I yeah. mean, I, I I feel sad that more people are not watching it, and it's well, it's doing pretty good, I think, right? But or, but you're I mean, right. It probably doesn't have as much buzz as what we're we're talking about these other shows. But um, it's 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 not even doing. It's barely doing almost a million per episode. Well, you know that. I mean, just going back to what we talked about, I think one reason some of these, it's weird. I mean, some of these great shows are suffering because of the, the way we watch TV now. I mean, because, you know, they get TiVo'd or like, like if the only way for me to watch the Americans was to be there on whatever night it's on, <laughs> sorry, Americans, and, uh, and sit down and watch it, I would be doing that. But because I can put it off, sure, you know, I put it off, even though I've heard great things about it. You know, it's it's it, it was great because um, I had to look for something to watch when I was over in Europe, and I saw the whole season two, and I recommend my friends in Sweden to watch it, and they were saying like, "Thank you, man." That that they were just like they were loving the show. Yeah. They're halfway through season three right now, and I just saw episode one, three, season three today, and. Um, I'm I'm really really you still like it. It's it's it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. But I, I'm I, I'm curious about someone who has a a daughter and a therapist. Yeah. See, uh, talk about good. torture! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's great. And yeah, I'll have to check it out. So that that's another. Yeah, thing. we need to talk about Fargo and uh, Game of Thrones and a True Detective too. That was an, one I loved. And like that. Especially that last episode, whole it really grabs you. The true detective. Well, now, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to give detail what happened, but it, I, it was amazing work. I think most people would know that's the detective show that was on HBO, and it was only like it was eight or nine, ten episodes or something. It was. I think it's seven total. Um, like Fargo, there's a lot it, of mystery. It's a. It's a. Um, it's not a. Um, What's the term they're using for that? It's like a contained story. It's not. It's not miniseries or um, yeah. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on it, but it, it's um, an anthology. It's not like yeah. the same. It's not an ongoing story. It ended at the end of the season. So. Yeah, just like Fargo, there's going to be season two, but it's completely different uh, characters, and uh, you know that that the, there. Once the season's over, you're done with those characters, right? And so I think, like, I wonder if that's what I I personally love about it because, like, Fargo, 
True Detective. It's like watching this very long movie yeah. that does have this satisfying end to it that you just walk away going, wow, you know, that's cool. And, and there's not another season coming, you know, so it, it kind of gives that extra punch to it or something. But uh, it's, yeah, very good stuff. Yeah, it's – and I do a lot of traveling, and, and I know – some people hate this country, but one thing they don't hate, even Taliban love American movies, you know. It's just like <laughs> the whole world is addicted to the entertainment from this country. I mean, you know, it's, it's just, it's that good. Yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones, you know, that two Americans studying English literature in early 90s in Dublin, they're studying like, you know, James Joyce and, you know, uh, all these other writers and poets and things like that. And they love the literature and, what like ten years ago, one of them started reading Game of Thrones and got heavily into it, you know. But just like it, it, it literally. Oh, those are the showrunners you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know There's that. There's two English literature majors that they met in Dublin. Uh, oh, I, I see. I, I don't know why I can't think about any other writers besides James Joyce, but um, you know, um, it, this country's great. The, the way everything's set up, if you have a good idea and you're good at what you're doing, and if you're a little lucky. And if you're lucky enough to convince George R. R. Martin to let you uh, run the show, yeah. I, think the, I think the question he asked, like, "Do you know who's Jon Snow's mother?" and they they give an answer and then sound like they got the right answer, oh. and, and that's what it took for um, for him to give them a permission to do it. But oh wow, because yeah. only a true diehard fan would have known that. Is that right? Yeah. See, I don't know that the mythology I, I didn't i didn't read the books i didn't read the books and and there's still one coming i understand so like he yeah and finished the fans are scene. angry they're just still winning like when the fuck is the next one down because everybody's worried like he's overweight he's old maybe he'll die before finishing you know, like, <laughs> they don't terrible. give a shit about him they just yeah want, exactly they just, just want finish the next your two story. books <laughs> um my understanding that's great though i mean uh, that'd be awesome to be in that position though they he basically told those two showrunners that how it's going to end in case something bad happened to him. <laughs> oh, really? But, um, yeah, they're waiting for him to finish writing that book. Wow. Books. I think there's two more books supposedly left in the series. Wow. But this one is taking him, what, like, what, nine years, eight years or something, you know? And so everyone's There's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah, to finish it you know, well, I'm sure. So, But, like, the. You know, Miss Martin's from this shitty port town from New Jersey. You know, yeah. he was a sickly kid, and, and all he saw was all these boats of uh, you know sailing in and sailing out. And he was fantasizing all those exotic places that they they're coming from, they're yeah. going and whatnot. And it's amazing for someone getting a notebook and a pen or typing, yeah, type, type this idea. And they so this is all imaginary stuff, but they. Because of their vision, they're able to create this world that's real to everyone, you know. And yeah, it's it's and this it's a very political show too, you know. I mean, like there's all the so that it's not just like this high fantasy dragons and everything. I mean, it's more about the the scheming and the backbiting and all that. The, um, so, so you already saw the season four, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I the the fact that they talk about STD. There's nudity and people are actually having sex, and the fact the last season when um, Stannis went to Banks 
Iron Banks of Bravos and, and, and beg for money. Right, right. It's like going to Federal Reserve Chairman or something, you know. <laughs> right. and I felt like, wow, I mean. Or the Illuminati. Yeah, like, the, <laughs> the fact is you need to have money to have an army. So the fact that he, this is a king, a rifle king. Right. He's the most legitimate person to take over the whole thing, actually, because Robert Baratheon's kids were not his kids, you know. But, yeah. But I thought, wow, you, you couldn't get more realistic than actually figure out ways to raise money to you know right. have an army and I, I i i'm i'm in love with that show and well your friend, selling point is i i need a loan because she has dragons yes yeah. <laughs> she's she's buying uh one of those new boeing dragons that, right uh, exactly but out of all of them um i i really like stannis a lot really yeah he he kind of reminds me like a perfect republican candidate <laughs> yeah, you mean one, you're, one, yeah, one, as far as who should the king should be? Well, I mean, you're for him. One, he's he's conservative. He's a military guy. And yeah, people, Republican things like that. He's very good at being a general and logistic, moving troops from one era to another. He's at the peak of a career. Remember, his assistant was telling the uh, Iron Bank of Bravos, like this is a rifle rule. You know, he's he's at the peak of his career. He right. cut my fingers off when I when he cut me doing something bad. Right and. He's obsessed with the religion, which Republican Party also like. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the 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 redheaded yeah. lady. I forgot uh, what whatever her name is, but the fire god. Yeah, or so she worships. so he's the hardcore conservative military guy to believe in religion and bring law and order. Like, well, yeah, he's he's right. like a ideal Republican candidate that people in the South would look for. Yeah, know? but um, I find him amusing because he's not a funny guy at all. No, yeah. But he, the way he conducts himself is funny, you know. Like, but I keep thinking, he's kind of like the straight man. Everybody around him is more dramatic, or yeah, the guy know. who who spoke on his behalf at the bank, the pirate. Oh, he, uh, yeah, yeah. He showed up with his pirate ship to save Stannis, but Stannis still cut his finger off because he's a pirate, so he need to punish. And that was a selling point that. I've done things favor, but he's still going to follow rule and law right. and order, you know. Right. And um, uh, yeah, it's it's just compelling. The I don't sign know. of a good leader, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't because I think Sansa's going to have a big year. She she, she remember like, the last thing you saw? She she dressed in darker clothes. She's very friendly with a little finger now. Yeah. Because realized her life depended on it. Arya is going to Iron Bank of Bravos because uh, you know remember she got that yeah. right because she gave that coin away and Jon Snow you know uh, he's on the same camp as Stannis and Tyrion and then we get the the zombies in that show yes yeah. zombies the White Walker the, the White dragons, Walkers and you have this brown armies you know coming moving to one direction and uh, yeah there's, there's just so much so much going yeah Lannister lost her father and so. Um, I guess you have like the list of characters we've talked about today. This is a massive, and I guess if you're going to kill, you know, some of your main characters, you have to have a big cast. cast. to Because yeah, last season for the Game of Thrones, and I, I wasn't planning to talk about it, but um, um, well, this girl's mad at me, and I'm mad at her for three months. Um. But her friend is main star of um, Game of Thrones this season. Oh, really? She p plays a character named um, Ovara Martell. 
She is the daughter. Oh, one of the new the new ones. She's the Sand Snakes. There's the three sisters, and I guess in the book they're they're all daughters of uh, Oberlin Martell who got killed in the last season. Yeah, but oh, that was my worst moment of the season. Oh god! And I knew it was going to end something like that because it was going too well for him. But um, that was episode called "The Viper and the Mountain." Yeah, and his three bastard daughters, the Sand Snakes, will be. Oh really? Season that? five, and the oldest daughter is played by Keisha Castle Hughes, who was the younger, younger, young girl in the Well Rider. She was the oh, girl. Oh yeah, yeah. She was nominated for Oscar twelve years ago. Wow, she awesome. played. She played the eldest daughter, and she fights with spear. And and her now uh, wait a minute. Did they? So you know something about them? So are you saying they don't know the Viper is their father? Or they oh no, did, they do. They're they gonna, do. They're going to look for revenge. Yeah, but. Why are they not part of his family or something? Or, I mean, well, they're bastards because um, you know. Remember, like they were the, outside his his royal bloodline or something. Their bloodline, but um, um, their last name is Sand. Okay, it's yeah, not Martell. Yeah, I see because, what you're saying. Okay. Because um, any anything with something Snow, they're bastards. Like John Snow and Bruce Bolton's son, the psychopath. His last name is Snow, uh, and uh, anything with Sand. Because they're from Dorne, which is oh. kind of like the area. Oh, that's like, how you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get and, it. And and others like waterfall or something. That means like area that was known for their water or something. If their last name is that, then they're bastards too. And ah, um, I never knew that. Okay. And, um, different regions have a different last name for bastards, and this is the, it's like one of the elements or something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, okay. So over the, the, over them, Martell's lover remember she screamed when her husband uh, her boyfriend got killed yeah it's their daughters are uh, the three bastards ah uh, okay so that's what I, she's not married. i'm hoping i'm hoping they come looking for some revenge is i guess what i'm getting at oh i'm okay. hoping for that and, and and believe me they're there and it's amazing they picked this three different actresses and i've seen the picture of her three sisters and the way they put makeup oh my god they look they look like sisters now. Oh, really? Because one of the girls is like completely Asian, like the Asian people, like myself. Yeah. But Keisha is like uh, Maori from New Zealand. Oh, okay. And other girls English, and I don't, I don't quite. So they've know. had do the makeup and everything. They've yeah. But these are the three sisters. Oh, okay. I'm sure this is bad radio because you can't see. But yeah. Keisha is the girl in the middle, and she fights. Well, with you can go to Yoshi's Instagram and check it out. But the girl in the middle is Keisha. She fights with a spear. One girl fights with two daggers, another one fights with uh, whips. Oh, cool. So there are three sisters. And so they're badasses, basically. They're badasses, and Dorn, um, they're very liberal. Because remember the scene from last season when Cersei Lannister and Tywin Lannister were talking to Oberlin Martell with their, um, Oberlin was with his lover, and they were having this verbal yeah. Yeah. Uh, attack. Right. And because they made a sniper. He was basically saying, I'm going to kill. Yeah, but, kill but because uh, the Lannister basically said, like, you know, they, they're rude. They don't care about the bastards. Yeah. And then Oberlin said, like, well, where we come from, we don't rape and murder children and wife or whatever. Remember that? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And he also said, like, we're very liberal. Like, we treat, even, even if you're not married, we treat the bastard like they're one of theirs, you know? Yeah. So they were kind of verbal jousting going on. And. I, I really enjoy that, but to see those two character go, Oberlin Martino and Tywin Lannister, what a compelling, great actors. Yeah, 
And I, it gives yeah, me chill like, when Tyrion was in prison and, and um, Overland said, I will be your champion. He pulled that yeah. lantern up and like, you should see the Tyrion's face just yeah. lit up. Because remember he asked his bodyguard to do it? He said, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, he was <laughs> done. But it was an yeah. honest conversation. Yeah. Like, you know, um, would you die for me? And Tyrion honestly couldn't say the same, you know, so. Right. And he was kind of like, you know, I have helped you. Yes. Yeah, too. Many, many he times. was like, he said, I feel like, you know, saying no isn't like I'm, he wasn't betraying him necessarily. No. Yeah. Yeah. And so what's going to happen with him, I wonder? He's like a knight or something now with money and stuff. But, oh, you talk, but Tyrion's gone. Yeah, and, Tyrion's and off. He's like he, in exile. Various who help Tyrion realized once there was a uh, um, bill wrong and like they find out that Tywin's dead. Well, fuck, he need to leave with him too because they're going to think he's a suspect now. Right. So, yeah, there's a lot of movement. And, and I read I, I read that uh, some of the characters who's never met or haven't seen each other in a long time, their path going to cross in season five. Oh, neat. Yeah, so, so I, I... Yeah, and then do you think... Um, that's why I'm, 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 I think I'm going to make an exception if I have the money. When the season starts... I'm going to release, hopefully I'll release second episode with you. Just go over the each episode that week. Yeah. And I probably have to pay extra money to uh, have my audio guy release. But I don't even care. I want to just talk to you about each episode and kind of savor the moment, you know? Yeah. Um, because. I'm going to have to catch up. And um, in Japanese, we, we, we have a, like, you know, there's a different taste, like sweet, salt, bitter, and things like that. Yeah. But in Japanese, we have a word called umami. That's why you have a umami burger. Right. It literally means savoriness. Like, I want to watch the show, but to enjoy the show even more, just talk to you, kind of go over it. Because I'm sure I'm going to miss something. That's what I like about it too, yeah. I'm going to miss something. But yeah. and I have questions. And um, there's a guy in Sweden. I wish I had the chance to meet him. But this is the guy, like, he, he's like a savant. Even George R. R. Martin, when I call and email him, like, hey, do you know that character X, <laughs> Y, and Z? What color is his hair? Or what color? And this guy knows everything. Yeah. I've heard about uh, writers for, like, shows like Buffy and yeah. uh, um, other shows that, are, you know, have a long history. Like, they have, like, super fans or or fans that they yeah they created like wiki wikis for them yeah you know and they and they'll the writers actually go to those people and like check stuff out you know fact check before they make a certain move in the story or something yeah um that's funny so if i get this medical lab at the end of the month the last of march 2015 i'm going to be in for 20 days but um it sounds WonderCon's coming up everyone the first oh, week yeah, the first weekend of april if I get the medical app, this is the first one I'm going to miss in a long time. But um, uh, check out Chris Gore. He's going to have a panel. He'll be there again. Awesome. And I'll ask him if I could get a pass for you. Um, but you, sh you should go. And um, um, Everybody I, should go see it. Yeah. Because I think there is another comic book convention at the last weekend of April. And the guy who plays Daryl in Walking Dead will be in Vegas for the comic book convention. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going to go. That's cool. I'm going to go. So um, check it out. Yeah. Um, Mark, do you have anything to promote, plug, or even if you, if you, even if you have like a help, you need a help or something, you, they might surprise you if you just mention on the podcast. Well, they can, uh, I mean, just check me out on Twitter. It's Jones Mark C 
Okay. Yeah, at Jones Mark C. And uh, follow me there or check. You know, I do have a few books on Amazon. Mention them. Well, one is a one is a fantasy. It's a, it's a it's a young adult series called Opal Summerfield, and it's kind of like a Harry Potter set yeah. in the Ozark Mountains in the South. And then uh, I have an old book that is is kind of a um, it's more of a self help book I used in my psychology practice. It's oh called, wow! It's called the Life Calling Formula, and it's what I used with uh, a lot of my coaching clients and stuff like that. Sure. So that's out there, and um, if you're and, looking for life coach, Mark is the guy. Yeah, well, you know, I, I really, I mean, that that book is kind of the distilled version of everything mm-hmm. I learned over the years, and I, I think it's it's pretty solid. So I think, and it's not that long, so people could enjoy that, get a little bit out. And it's cheap, so. And if they want to contact you, just Twitter account. Do you have a Facebook account or anything? No, or, or? I'm mainly Twitter and Instagram. Is okay. What I do, so yeah. All right. Well, and e- do you have like a uh, secondary email that they could email to you, or or you don't feel comfortable sharing that? No, I mean Twitter is probably the best. best? Okay. And if they hit me up there, I can. So Mark can, Jones, yeah. letter C. That's your Twitter account. Yeah, it's Jones Mark. Oh, Jones C. Mark C. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's so, a lot of Joneses out there, so. Just uh, email Mark if you. I mean, if, uh, tweet to him if you have a question, and um, we'll come. We'll do another one when we get back. One for Game of Thrones, and by then we should do a couple episodes of uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Or maybe next one we'll do like first half Walking Dead and talk. Well, about whether we record it or not, me and you need to talk about Fargo, True Detective, and Game of Thrones. But I think. For the podcast, maybe Game of Thrones is the But best. I, I definitely want you to do my Americans because, boy, they raised some issue about marriage. Oh, yeah. I'll have to marriage that, and yeah. the daughter thing. Like, wow. I'm, I'm really am curious what you think. It's, boy, it really gets your heart. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a, it's a screwed up kind of situation because they're spies and they're, they're like their, their children kids, don't yeah. know it, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, you, your kids don't usually know everything about your life. but But that's a huge lie. You know, oh yeah, that that's that Soviet a major spy, lie. Yeah. Yes, because if they got caught or killed, I mean, that turns everything upside down. So, and they they went through that last season. Oh, so, oh, okay. There's a really interesting. Really, okay, that makes me want to watch it even more. Now. There was a family dynamic that made me really uncomfortable, and then and, and you didn't realize until last episode, season two, like it really caught me off guard. Like, holy shit, I I didn't even see that coming. Well, it, it was a hard watch, and the and the premise is is that, I mean, it's not like these two fell in love and were a couple and then started spying. They were they were trained and they're, they're from a young age to and be they were spies to be yeah. together by the, the 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 mother Russia. Yeah, so it's all arranged. Yeah, I mean, it's a cover basically. It's not there's not, but they do start out the show where they they seem to be in love or, or at least there's something there yeah it's they have everything backward you know so uh-huh. that's why uh, it's really interesting all the things that they should have dealt with early on they have to deal with it now uh-huh. and and i think it does happen to people all the time especially like cops when they're playing um what's the word when they're infiltrating like another organization pretending like they're a criminal they're yeah. uh, uh uh uh-huh, why am I forgetting that word? They're oh, undercovers. Undercover, yeah. yeah. So 
when you're a cop, you, even if you're one of those uniformed cop, you can't tell everything to your family and family members and friends because you, it will bother them. So you live in this world where you have pain up emotion and if you're like undercover, you can't you can't tell people what's going on. Yeah. And then after a while, who are you? Are you are you still a cop, or right. are you just start sympathizing with, you know, bad people? Well, you're a spy in well, America pretending to be American, and yeah, it's 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 a really good stuff. I had I had a lot of um, uh, a lot of law enforcement clients as. Uh, as a psychotherapist and uh you know it ha it happened after you remember columbine that incident and oh. it was in colorado and i was practicing at the time in in that neighborhood in littleton you did yeah my that's where my private practice was so so i didn't know that yeah yeah so when that happened when that went down I said, you said cha-ching. Well, no, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> that is not what I said. But um, what what happened is I was on the insurance panel and also on the EAP panel for the local um, sheriff's. What's EAP? Uh, like employee assistance okay. thing. So for the uh, local sheriff's department. Yeah. And, uh, and also for some of the other Littleton police. And uh, and suddenly I had all these male cop. I had a few male cop client clients come in, and uh, after working with them, they started referring their buddies. And I suddenly had this practice full of, you know, police officers, and uh, some That's some who had dealt with Columbine, um, and then others who were just having issues, but. Um, you know, I had to learn a lot more about law enforcement, and that's like yeah. one of the toughest uh, industries to be in for marriage. Yeah, I mean, their marriages just do not last, even if they're female officers. You know, they do cover that in Americans too. There's oh, do a, they really? There, there's an FBI agent, and that's another interesting stuff. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of problems there. Yeah, yeah, very difficult to stay yeah, married. Yeah, watch in that it. Profession. I, I I think I'm I'm really am curious about your opinion on this because. Yeah. Uh, yeah we'll check it out all right sure. well uh I'll, I'll, we'll talk a little over a month from now so we have a bunch of shows to cover but most mo most important <laughs> ones walking dead and uh, game of thrones so yeah. mark thanks for doing it i'm, I'm, I'm glad yeah it's uh, been you, fun you, man you i heard. hope everybody follows what we're talking about <laughs> you're kind enough to show up on your day off and uh appreciate it and uh let's go see uh your sister and jonathan and uh yeah thanks thanks for doing the show and, and watch the walking dead man it's nice <laughs> yeah. and um um and for those of you, please uh, follow Mark. And uh, there's another show, Jinx. I don't know if you watch that show, but if you have a chance, phenomenal show. Oh, my God. We'll put it on the list. And yeah. Um, check it out. It's a half documentary, half thriller about the murder case about Robert Durst from New York. And, boy, it's, it's something else. Trent Reznor does the music, and it's a fantastic show. Tonight is episode five, and next next. Sunday is episode six, the final episode. So oh, man, check, it out. check it out. And uh, yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening to the show, and we will talk to you guys soon.